Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Got another dude! What's better than this? Guys being dudes. Dudes to the right, dudes to the left, stuck in the middle with you. Got another dude! Heisman Trophy, Bronco Nagurski Award. Ultimate dudes. Got another dude. O-line you, bunch of dudes. Lot of dudes. Yeah! Another dude in the house. Welcome to the Lot of Dudes podcast, special edition, Bowl Week. Hey, Matt, why does a Hawkeyes fan pour his cereal on a plate? Why is that, Matt? He lost his bowls. Oh. So that's that one I got okay. from the internet. Okay. Um, Santa left the Eagles a big present under the tree on Selection Sunday as Bama snuck into the playoff, setting off a chain reaction that, against all odds, put the Eagles in the pinstripe bowl against Iowa on December 27th in the Big Apple. On today's episode, we'll break down the Hawkeyes, bring back Dude to Pood, and discuss uh, Jim Christian and the basketball team shutting me up big time. Matt? Yeah, that's. Uh, I, th- I think you just about nailed it. Santa definitely left us a, a nice present. Uh, this was a very exciting surprise to get called back to New York City. I think everyone in the in the you know week leading up to Selection Sunday was was saying you know basically worst case polls of pre Christmas in you know Tampa uh, against FAU. There was some other one I think down south, both both pre Christmas, which was. Um, you know, not going to be, not going to be very enjoyable, uh, but saved by Alabama getting to the college football playoffs. We'll have to talk about that in a little bit, whether yeah. it was the right call. It was just ironic because, you know, the Iowa win over Ohio state, you know, obviously played a big role in, in knocking them out. And, and now obviously we see Iowa in the game. So full circle. It, it sure is, Matt. Is it, uh, so tonight Florida Atlantic and Akron are playing in the, I, I don't know what bowl, is this the bowl that we would have been in? Is it, Ga- is it Gasparilla? Cause that's the one I think we would have been in. Yeah, yeah you know what it was right? going to be? It was going to be Gasparilla or Birmingham. Right, uh, right, right. So this one's in Boca Raton, right? So that was that was one of them. Um, and by the way, I, this is kind of a, a qualm for another time because it ended up working out in our favor. But why was it just, you know, decided that we were going to fall out of the ACC? Yeah, you know, it was just yeah. a, it was a foregone conclusion. Like it, Florida State is a, is a shit team this year. They lost their coach. But no, let's let's bring Florida State because they have, you know, a bunch of, you know, fans that I guess travel and all that. I, I, I understand that part of it, but. Why is BC always getting the short end of the stick? Well, and also, by the way, Florida State, I mean, if you saw their last couple home games, especially the game they had on, on championship weekend, there were like 20 fans there. Like, right. yeah, historically they have a huge fan base, but but people are so down on this team, especially losing Jimbo. They're not exactly going to be a, a massive draw unless it's in their backyard. I think, quite honestly, a big reason we get hurt is proximity. So, you know, uh, they would rather in, in uh, what I guess, the Sun Bowl. They'd rather well, that's that's a higher tier bowl. I guess the military bowl. They'd rather take a Virginia um, if it's going to be kind of an equally bad team in their minds. They'd rather at least have have more of a proximity. But I agree. I don't think it's right. Um, but the, the the pinstripe tickets are flying off the shelves. I think we've sold out a few of our sections. We have ours. What do I think we have? I think we have thirteen or so uh, in a group. They just arrived the other day. So I think we're gonna we're we're gonna have a nice little home field advantage. It sounds like the Iowa fans are are not that excited and their tickets are not moving that well. No, and it sounds like, and it's, I get it, if you're from Iowa, right, it's kind of tough to, to justify it, because it, it really has to be a full-on trip to New York, and you got to pay for hotels, and it's a whole production. I, I think they all wanted the, the Music City, right, because that's, yeah, that's closer yeah. to them. And, so, so and, um, and I think every projection basically had them going there. It's drivable. Uh, obviously, it's cheaper. A lot of them already booked hotels. Um, and look, New York's an expensive city, especially around Christmas time, and, and I... I don't know much about, you know, economics of, of Iowa, but I would imagine the cost of living is, is you know, lower there than it is on the East Coast. Uh, so I think that's that's definitely a tough trip for them to make. And then plus the cold weather. I don't know how, how warm Nashville is, but it is going to be very cold, as we'll get into it a bit, uh, which will be, unha- you know, uncomfortable for the casual fan. Yeah, 100%. Uh, Matt, just real quick here, I just want to get this off my chest before we get into football talk. Um, obviously, if you, unless you've been living under a rock, the BC basketball team came out of nowhere 
and knocked off Duke. And I just want to just publicly apologize for everything I've said bad about them. I want back on the bandwagon. They're fun to watch. I love, I absolutely love Bowman. Um, Chapman, I don't think has ever missed a shot that I've seen. Matt, can I, can I get back on the bandwagon? All the bad things I said about Jim Christian, I take back. Let me back on. Yeah, I think that was that was a thorough apology. It, it is funny because the shoe is on the other foot. I think obviously I was not nearly as as negative. I think as as you were on football in the year, I was never outright rooting for them to lose. Like like I think some of us think you are. Well, that was uh, out of context. Were. That was yeah, out of sure. context. Fake Baldwin over here. So uh, yeah, no, I, I think I think that was you know you, you definitely ate your humble pie, and I think I uh, would definitely welcome you back on. And you're coming in at the right time. So, so well, just one other point on that. It, it really hit home for me when I saw BC in the in Joe Lenardi's top 68 or whatever it was the the bracketology yeah um i i just can't this you know i've been waiting for them to make the tournament since what we were seniors in high school and they lost in the first round to usc i think it was killed yeah there was usc and what it was really close so they didn't make it in our four years they haven't made it since then and so i've always been a huge fan but i picked this year to kind of go all in um against the team and if (laughs) if this is the year we make the tournament maybe that's the secret i couldn't live with it so i'm back on i apologize let's just shoot threes i don't want to see a two-point attempt the rest of the way. We should play five guards and Mitchell, whatever he is. I'm still kind of learning the, the guys' names and all that, Matt, but I'm, I'm going to get up to speed quickly here. But, uh, no, 100%, watching them storm the court was uh, was awesome and just absolute electric atmosphere and just out of nowhere, too. No one saw that one coming. Yeah, so the only thing I'll say on the Lenardi stuff is, unfortunately, it sounds like that's a technicality that we're in. Right. Uh, all of his because we're ACC champs, they automatically take the first place in the ACC. Which again, shout out little little dude of the of the episode, uh, BC being uh, ACC leaders for I guess it's been like ten days now, which is nice. But um, yeah, no, I mean, it was just a tremendous performance against Duke. I think you, you know, and people, a lot of people had them penciled in as a potential bubble team you know with Hawkins that was a huge addition obviously I'm going out sucked but but we're sitting at nine and three right now those three losses are not horrible it's Texas Tech who's a good team a tournament team Nebraska well, who's right around us at, at the well, RPI that one's not great and let me cut in here who's, yeah we don't we don't have any other at all quality wins no. outside, outside of Duke right I mean those are those are three winnable games and we lost them all by a lot right so so that's the only reason I'm eh, not fully Nebraska, on board. Nebraska, Nebraska, and Providence. Actually, really, all three of those were were games that you know were kind of toss up games. Uh, Did we it, lose it, by twenty to all, like all three of them. No, definitely not. And 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 if the scoreline did get out of hand at the end, it was they were close to within you know five minutes left. Uh, I think Nebraska, they were down one with like five minutes left. Texas Tech, they were right there. You so, sound like me defending Daz. This is well, incredible. Well, I do, but, you know, no, but, but, but they were right there, and, and, you know, I think the Duke win shows that they can close out. So um, from what I've seen, so they obviously have one more non-conference game left. I think it's another cupcake. Uh, or it's Rich, Richmond. Richmond, the Richmond who, beat us, who beat us last year, but they're actually having a pretty down year. So that should be a win. Well, you know what, Matt? They, they invest on the guys on the bench that do the, do the tricks after a shot gets that's made. True. They, yep, that's do, true. They, they do the choreography. So that's what happens. I mean, that, it's, I, I hope we win by 40 because that stuff, that got old for me after a while. It was the, first, the first one was funny, uh, but then it was like every day on SportsCenter, a new no, Richmond trick. It's like, hey, why don't you guys practice your free throws instead? So. Um, no, no, I'm a, I'm a thousand percent with you there. So I think, you know, we get that win. And then if we go, if we go two and one to start the ACC, which is doable, cause we play Virginia, probably a loss, but then we have two, you know, kind of toss up games. Uh, I don't know what they have to the top of my head, but that would put us at what? 12 and four with three ACC wins. I mean, that's, I think at least getting votes, uh, in the top 25, which would be a tremendous change from, from obviously what we've seen over the last eight years. Only, only thing to add here, just going forward, that game plan obviously worked. And everyone's saying Duke is horrible defensively, and that's probably true. Um, why are we not just converting 100% to, to three-ball offense? Why don't we play four guards and, and – is it Mitchell? Is that the guy that – Yeah. The, the lockdown defender? Yes. Yeah, freshman. Why don't we play four guards? We'll have Bowman, Robinson, Chapman, I don't know, Vin Baker Jr., and then, uh, and then Mitchell, and then – that's our that's our lineup. Popovich, I've never seen anyone look more scared. Everyone said, I'm, I'm everyone said he, on Pop. Yeah, I'm he, he, on Pop. He had a better second half, but I've never seen anyone play that scared against Bagley, uh, which I guess is, is is somewhat defensible. But he looked he looked terrible out there for the first ten minutes specifically. Um, so just based off that sample, I don't know that I want him in the rotation. And our bigs in general, Reyes is terrible. Um, I, I I don't know. I think they got to just switch to the Villanova game plan and just start jacking up threes. Let Bowman take over the game. When Robinson, you know, wants to play well, he can. Um, but 
<laughs> I mean, the other thing is our fan base needs to figure it out. We yeah, could, so we I was just going to say out, that. We couldn't sell out Duke, and then everyone started showing up at halftime, right? Everyone texts their buddies. It's like, hey, hey, we, guys, what saying, we our, might be our, Duke. our senior year. Well, it's, 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 I mean, not much has changed since, since well, we left. Sold but out. This game sold out a week, uh, a week in advance. Did it look full the first half, yeah. Matt? No, yes, it, it absolutely did. Well, Matt, you're taking away my whole narrative here. I oh, have sorry. this written down. <laughs> I didn't think it looked that full. But then you saw people, well, and, and it happened when we were there too, right? So I mean, that one was thinking, bad. That was literally there were like ten. It minutes was empty, and, yeah. And, and, and then, ten minutes to go, it got flooded. Obviously, they jinxed it. Um, no, you know, I think I think the only thing that's a little disappointing about the the way the schedule lines up, and obviously it's so nice to just get this win right out of the way, but to then have to follow it up with you know three cupcakes, you would love to get another, you know, even mid tier ACC team in there next to keep the momentum going. Look, the reality is that we could be, you know, a top 10 team and it's still going to be hard to get out fans for Central Connecticut on a, you know, Saturday afternoon. So uh, it would have been nice to keep the momentum going. I hope that it does. I hope that the students are reflective of, hey, we got a three loss team with a win over Duke and, and you know, we're, we're playing some ACC schools. Yeah. Uh, they, they, they mentioned, I mean, Bowman and the guys mentioned in the press conference, you know, how much they, they fuel off students as, you know, college basketball is built off of, uh, you know, student and atmosphere like that. So. Um, that's something that I, that I would hope to see. It's, it's a weapon, you know, as bad of a, an arena as Conti is, it's a little small, can get loud when, uh, when it's packed. So that's, that's something we definitely want to use to our advantage. hundred percent. So I guess I'll just, I'll, I'll wrap it up with, uh, BC basketball in general, what they've done over the past, uh, since really we, we last, you know, uh, ha- had an episode. They're definitely a dude and I, I kind of want to get that up front. They're food. Uh, they're think, food for me, Matt. Actually. Oh, you're gonna. Okay, you're gonna get into that. Well, yeah, I was to, gonna say I also have a dude. I have my own dude or food. You know, irrespective to that, as well as dude of the week. So why don't you go ahead and and keep BC basketball in your food? I'd love to hear this uh, spin zone. It's it's not really a, that good of a, a spin zone here. It's just when I saw all those guys rushing the court, it just made me think, man, that must have been great to be a student during a big t- a big time win like that. Um, and we had. We had not. We had nothing like that. We didn't we have none. USC. USC was uh, a couple of years after it's us. Horrible. The yep. Syracuse win was two years after us. I think we on the road. 2014. Right? Oh, that was uh, on the road. Yeah, Syracuse was on the road, and I think that was 2014. Also, yeah. Okay. All right. So, so double wrong there. Um, but yeah, and, and then you know before that they had a big win over Duke. That's actually it's hanging in my living room. The, the picture of senior you know, year, BC. yeah, senior high school, yeah, exactly. Right. Which so we we just we kind of just missed everything. Um, but I don't know. Just just to think how cool cool that experience must have been with and, uh with them turning the lights off and everything i mean which i love by the way i do want to oh, yeah. mini pood incredible mini pood is 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 the general public being like what what is bc administration doing shutting the lights off buddy those are our it's like our hockey uh goal celebration when they score the goal they shut the lights off they do a spotlight around the arena clearly that's what they did here it looks sick uh it was like a wild atmosphere but i completely agree with with everything you said to not to go to go four years in, in you know an ACC school without rushing the court once without well, rushing the field once well, Matt, without let me correct a... you let me correct okay. you NC State remember NC State was wasn't that, that was that no, ah, that wasn't during nope, our four years that was either. one year yep that was, that was first as, year out that was as close as we got to storming the field that was now. as close as we after got we, we finally got back to a bowl NC we got back State to a bowl team. after being hor- you know the, the last terrible two years of Spaz uh, so yeah didn't rush the court didn't rush the field didn't make the NCAA tournament didn't win a bowl game. Yeah, uh, but great. We had two hockey championships, so so that's all that matters. Uh, and, and we always joke about this, but how many hockey championships would you throw away for, you know, a Sweet Sixteen appearance during our time? I would. I would a final, our a entire, final four, right? I, I I honestly, I think I would even go Sweet Sixteen. Definitely Elite Eight. I would give up the entire Elite hockey Eight. Program. Definitely. <laughs> I would fold the program tomorrow for for a single Elite Eight appearance uh, or a BCS Bowl appearance uh, in our in our four years. So yeah, no, I just like. I, I say all the time, the reason that BC has such good college hockey fans is because it's a crutch because we suck at everything else, but like we want to be good. So it's like, oh, well, you know, I don't really care about football or basketball because our hockey team is awesome. We pack Connie every Friday night. So, you know, it's a little bit annoying. And I, you know, I, I think that uh, it's much easier to do well there when there's only like five teams that, that compete. But, you know, with that said, love what Jerry and the boys are doing. And obviously I'll be there to, <laughs> to root them on come March when, uh, you know, in trophy yeah. season, I'll probably watch the well, bean pot. That's about exactly. It. Let us, let us know when the, when the bean pot starts and when hockey's the, the playoff starts and the frozen flame, we'll see you then. I mean, that's, that's what it is with hockey. I agree hundred percent. I would maybe keep one of them, but, but, you know, give the rest of them away for any measure of success, um, especially recent success for, um, uh, football or basketball. Um, so that's my pood, you know, it would have been cool to, to have any type of, you know, you know, cool athletic fanhood experience, but 
Um, that's all right. I think with Daz, we get a lot more to come. So, oh, we uh, sure do. Look, looking, this, looking forward to those. Oh, the, the sky is the sky is as bright as ever right now with Daz and Christian. I mean, this is going to be the new. But Daz, uh, so let's not. I'm I'm not still. Let's not uh, you know extend Christian another okay. six, six yeah, I mean, years it's again be, yet. It's, it's going to be the Billy Donovan, Urban Meyer of Florida, you know, with that as <laughs> offensive coordinator. They're feeling good. Um, all right, so I'm going to just do. I, I got two more little basketball small things. Uh, so a dude and dude of the week. My dude of the week is this guy who hit the 94 foot putt at the BC basketball game. I think it was the Columbia game. Um, it was one of the ones after the Duke game, but it was a mid a mid game promo, and he putted a ball from one base uh, a golf ball from one baseline to the other into what essentially was a toilet paper tube. I physically can't imagine how how difficult, impossible, improbable, Matt, whatever it is. Can I cut I you mean, off? that is so hard. I'd love it's, to hear it. It's really not that difficult. Oh, sure. Okay. To, to go on hardwood, by the way. You're not Hard, on a slow hardwood, green. That's what I'm saying. Hardwood, I mean, it, it's not like there was, you know, any type of slope to it. It's it's a hardwood floor. As long as you can putt straight, it, you should, it, it really should be a, an, an easy putt. I mean, if you think about it. It's just you hit the ball straight, and it travels straight. You don't have to worry about speed. You just All you do is line up the, the, the line of the putter to the middle of the ball, and I'm a good putter, so maybe that's just different for me. I know you're not so good um, short game-wise, but um, sorry to cut you off. Were you saying that was impressive? Yeah, well, I was, and what I'm actually going to do is we're going to take our, our, our sponsorship checks that come in. We're going to rent out a basketball court for literally 12 hours and let you try to hit, try to hit that putt for 12 straight hours because I guarantee you you won't be able to do that. That is an incredibly impressive feat. Uh, that is such a, a bad take by you just because you, you, know, you, you worked at a, a pro shop for a few years. You think you're you know, whatever, Phil Mickelson draining 94-foot bombs. But uh, In fact, was, I used to do that all the time in the pro shop. You set up, you know, like a, a cup on the other side of the room, and you, you putt all day because you get nothing else to do but answer the phones and sell some merch. So that's what – and maybe that's that's my experience, and you don't have a, that, Matt, that that's practice. A, that's, a, that's a pretty I, impressive, I that's a pretty impressive you, pro shop. You could fit I, a whole basketball court in there. I would that's make huge. nine out of ten of those putts. That, no that's, that's amazing. You're good for the whole basketball court in your pro shop. That's, that's a ton of merch you had to move. Yeah, so why don't you keep going here? I, I don't have anything else on, the, <laughs> right, on this well, topic. Well, due to the week, that guy was awesome. Uh, bad shot by BC for only making the gift $1,000 of Under Armour gear. That should have been like a free semester or at least, I don't know, something more than that. Um, and then my, my other dude would be us for breaking recruiting news. Uh, those of you who follow us on Twitter, uh, on Saturday night, we released some major breaking news. That Did that, did that uh, turn out to be true? Well, not, well we're going to get there. But okay. uh, Jarius Hamilton, <laughs> who is a – huge recruit uh i mean this would be the biggest get we've had in in i mean honestly a decade probably uh he's got offers from maryland unc duke um we have breaking news we're officially going to call it he is going to commit to bc we have some inside sources who are giving us some information and we feel confident enough uh or i should say bold enough to to make that call so no confirmation yet uh and every day that goes by i get a little bit more nervous but if this ends up breaking and, and we were the first ones to call it, uh, I mean, it'd be like the first people landing on the moon, honestly. Yeah, and, and the good news about having a uh, you know medium like we have is nothing bad can happen from just just breaking news like this. It could be completely wrong. I think yep. it probably it probably will be if I know. Why. No downside. Um, Absolutely our, no downside. Our source stinks. Um, our source is really bad, but it could yeah, be true. Was, by the way, our source our source is our, not our thrilled when we specifically tweeted told it because told us yeah. not to tweet it. <laughs> And we he wasn't it. confident enough, but whatever, you know, you got to take a risk if you want to, if you want to get your name out there. Yeah. Worst so case, I think we get sued and there's, you know, there's nothing wrong with getting sued. We're up and coming blog. So, uh, yep. you know, no such thing as, as bad publicity there. So, um, Jairus, is that how you say it? Jairus? Yeah. I, I spelled the Jairus, but I think it's Jairus. I think it's Jairus. Jairus, if you're yeah. listening, um, either way, we're going to be fine. We'd love to have you as an Eagle though. Um, By the way, can you, I, if Jairus is listening, that's great news for us. I can't imagine he's listening to Fourth and Dude if he's going to be committing to Maryland or UNC. Shoot us a DM either way, Jairus, and we'll 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 break whatever school you're actually going to as well. We'll we'll break it twice. Not worried yeah, about that. Awesome. That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. Let's go ahead with your dude. All uh, right, my dude. Let me check the list here, Matt. My dude is going to be. Oh, this is football. Is it football time? I'm going back to football in mind let's, too. Let's go. All right, let's talk some football. Um, so it's going to be Daz, but more importantly, it's going to be the move that Daz made in signing uh, Anthony, Coach Anthony Campanelli, um, defensive backs coach. Good so one, he, yep. he, he just won the coach, the defensive back coach of the year, uh, which is, you know, a, a pretty huge honor when you think about all the programs that are out there. You know, he's, he's beaten the Bama coaches and, um, you, know, you know, Ohio State coaches and, and all the other top programs. He, he is the best defensive back coach in the country. Um, and it's only a second year doing it. I mean, he's he's new to the college scene relatively. 
Um, he, I think he was bigger in the in the New Jersey high school scene. He's obviously very well connected. Um, he's already produced in a huge way recruiting-wise. I think four of our best players, um, we get two linebackers, a safety, and then uh, a quarterback. All the all those guys are three stars. They're probably our best recruits coming in next year. All those were because of uh, Coach C, just you know, absolutely locking down the, the Jersey scene. Um, and I'm a Jersey guy, so I, I know a little bit about that. You are a Jersey and, uh, guy, yep. And we said it coming in, too. We said we knew the secondary was going to be good. That was where the most experience was. They played well last year. Um, yeah, yeah, how you about could, that, by you, the way? Dude, dude, us. Us for calling that. That was probably the one unit we predicted correctly, right? <laughs> we got every single other thing wrong. The we single, said Darius Wade's going to win yep, the Heisman. Our yep. running game's going to suck. <laughs> Tommy Sweeney would be Heisman runner-up, I think. Yeah. He caught four But our passes. secondary's going to lock it down. No worries. <laughs> yeah. So we nailed that one. Um, you know, in all seriousness, we do have probably the best secondary or, you know, top 10 secondary in the country. Um, Iowa has a pretty good one, too. More on that later. Um, you know, obviously, Lucas Dennis leads the country in picks. Um, we're, we're, I think, as a team, we're number five in the country in picks. Um, if you're Coach Daz, you just you got to pay him whatever he wants. Make him D coordinator. Do whatever you have to do to keep him. Um, both for recruiting and turns out, you know, he's actually a pretty darn good coach too. Well, speaking of that, you got to give some credit to uh, the guys who just got, you know, named to all the uh, all ACC teams, all America teams, and, and and most recently the Senior Bowl. Senior, they were, senior Bowl. I think we got yep. three defensive, definitely two defensive backs got named Cam and uh, Cam and Isaac. I think Isaac yep. Guyton, I think, got in, yep. and then the, we we have a third guy going. I forget who that is. Off the top Will of Harris. Head, I don't know. Will Harris, right? Um, so yeah, I mean, it's just a, a tremendous a tremendous job by Campanelli. I will say there is a part of me, a selfish part of me, that uh, does not like when assistant coaches get recognition because all it means is that they're more apt to leave the program. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, again, it's it's going to be hard to keep him in his current position. Uh, he, he is certainly a rising star in the industry, and I'm sure we'll be on to bigger and better things, whether that's, you know, something like a D coordinator at BC um, or, you know, a, a, a big job elsewhere. So, yeah, definitely congrats to Coach Sandy. That's, that's a it, well-deserved it, dude. And last point on, on this. So he, he was at Rutgers. He, he played at Rutgers, and then he was assistant coach at Rutgers for a few years. And then they had a coaching change, and they let him go, which was so dumb. I mean, his brother is the coach at Bergen Catholic. Um, he's very well connected to all New Jersey high school, you know, big-time football programs. He's tight with uh, Toll's dad, who's, uh, who's was that, Don Bosco. I, I don't know. All the, all the Jersey schools are obviously football powerhouses. Um, so – no brainer for, for him to sign on a BC. And I'll tell you what, I mean, obviously love that the job Jim Reed's been doing, but make him D coordinate. I, I don't care, man. He's an up and comer and, and he's going to leave otherwise. So yeah, um, thousand percent, but dude, yeah, we said the same thing. We said the same thing with, uh, we said the same thing with uh, the guy yeah. last year who went off to Cincinnati, right? Al, Al, like Al a, Washington. Yeah. Um, well, only other note on Campanelli, I, I'm pretty sure. And, and this just could be me being stupid and just saying, uh, you know, all white guys with beards look alike, but I'm pretty sure, Campanelli is the same person as uh, Ricky Brown, our uh, special teams coordinator. Yeah, so, usually um, I, I agree with you. That one's wrong. That one is wrong. <laughs> um, I did some research this morning, so I know they're wrong. But, uh, yeah, no, good good, good point there. Hey, Ricky Brown, actually, um, he's an actor. He was in a movie um, that didn't do too well. Um, okay. But he's he had, a, he had a job as an actor. I think it's the same Ricky Brown. I was Googling him uh, a couple Ricky of weeks Brown ago. Ricky Brown like it could be a common name, to be honest. Yeah, so don't quote me on that either. Don't quote you on that. Um, all right, I'm going to roll into my poot, keep it on the football talk now that we are in the football portion of the show. So my big poot here is BC shaming. So this is going to take a couple forms. So I may have mentioned this last episode, but we saw it with the Miami fans to kind of shut up the Florida State fans talking trash during the ACC championship game. Uh, obviously, they were making fun of Miami for being so embarrassing, and Miami came back with, well, at least we didn't lose to Boston College by 32 uh, we also saw it from Ohio State fans discrediting Bama's win over Florida State uh, to try to kind of knock Alabama down a little bit. They were saying, well, Florida State, yeah, great, you beat them, but they lost to Boston College. Um, and now we're saying it from people, uh, from fan bases upset that Duke is ranked ahead of them in basketball. They're saying, you know, how is Duke, you know, still top five? They lost to Boston College. And then lastly, uh, you're seeing it from kind of a, a lot of the general sports writers previewing this this game that we'll get into in a little bit. Uh, but they're saying, oh, great, Boston College in Iowa. There'll be, you know, 50 total yards of offense, 100, punt, 100 punts in a 3 nothing game. Clearly, that's a compliment, people, Matt. 
Ever heard well, of Smash Mouth football? That's, that's how we true. want to play. That's the Boston College Coach Adazio <laughs> way, man. I love and that's that. not the Leffler way, and I like that. I like the lefty Leffler way better. But clearly these people have not watched uh, any Boston College athletics over the past you know, six months. Look, I get it. Uh, we have been you know, an absolute abomination two years ago. It was the lowest point in, in modern college athletics history. But let's focus a little bit on the now. We have someone who's going to win the Heisman Trophy next year. Actually, that's another thing to throw in. Uh, Dylan is not on like a single 2018 watch list. They got uh, uh, the the Florida State running back who Cam uh, Akers, who Cam sucks. Akers, right? He, I mean, he's a fine running back, but but Dylan embarrassed him. Now, not statistically throughout the year on the night they played, he's on every list. Uh, but Dylan can't get any love, so just add that to the list. I'm just sick and tired of it, and it is going to make it so much more more rewarding next year. We're sitting on top of, uh, of of all of college football and all of college basketball at the same time, but. It is just so goddamn frustrating. I don't know what this team has to do. This team's worked so hard. They've had such a good year. Uh, and just consistently, we just get shafted by the national media. And I am sick and tired of it. Agreed. I, I have nothing to add. Thousand percent. The only, I mean, the only way to fix it, obviously, is, is to just keep winning. Um, you got to cultivate a winning tradition in order for it to get some respect. We had it in the, in the late 2000s. Um, we obviously don't have it now. We will under Daz. We just, you know, keep the shit moving and, you know, we beat Iowa. That's that's the start, and then uh, keep momentum going. Basketball is still a giant question mark. So it's every time. What BC the hell? Beats, I thought you were back on the bandwagon. Every time BC beats Duke, you're going to get that reaction. But but football. I mean, come on, man. The All last right, you last the last six on. games. Well, no, you, you just can't. I got you for 21 bas- minutes on the on the on the bandwagon. You can't <laughs> you can't compare basketball to football right now. All right, so I'm still taking Daz over if I have it if I have to make a choice. Oh, really? Um, no way. Well, yeah. Well, wow. Can't you, you just let me finish my point, Matt. <laughs> You're taking Daz. Well, that's incredible. I don't even know where I was going with that, but basically, <laughs> Matt, it's still BC. It's still Jim Christian. It's a fluke win because we don't have any other good wins. So you're going to get that reaction. Football, you got to you got to turn on the TV. You got to see, uh, you know, Dylan is just absolutely tearing it up. We scored 35 plus points. You know, I think the last eight games outside of NC State. So, um, so those people. I mean, obviously, I was get a good day, but. You know, those people that are saying that are just – they're not college football fans. They're just BC haters. They didn't get in. Whatever. Who knows? But in order to turn that around, you just got to keep winning. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, so we are – we're running a little long, and I want to make sure we have plenty of Iowa talk. But uh, I do want to just quickly do a duteous corpus for the playoff prediction. So we have Bama and Clemson in New Orleans, and we have Georgia and Oklahoma in the Rose Bowl. Really quick, let's get your picks for those two games and then the national championship. I got Clemson over Oklahoma um, in an awesome, awesome championship game. Wow, I'm right there with you. I, 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 I think I'm giving Clemson a little ACC bias. Uh, Bama scares me, especially in New Orleans. It's going to be a home game for them. Obviously, they travel probably a little better than Clemson. Uh, and then, again, I, I'm with you. I think Oklahoma is, is a much better team than, than Georgia. Baker Mayfield will be handing the Heisman to A.J. Dillon next year, which will be cool. Uh, but overall, I'm actually pretty excited for those two games. I think they're going to be, they're going to be worth the money. Correction: The Bad Boy Mowers Gasparilla Bowl, which is what BC was supposed to be in, yep. uh, is actually Thursday. It's, it's oh, Tem- okay. Temple, Florida Atlantic. So, oh, so it's too bad we missed or, that. Or uh, Florida International. International. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's stay, too bad. That's, that's really too bad we missed that. Um, all right, let's let's roll into Iowa here. I've got a really good fun fact that I don't think you're going to steal it, so I will defer to you to to go first. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, I, I have two of them actually, Matt. Um, I'll start with this one. Um, hogs outnumber humans four to one in Iowa. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty incredible. Yeah. So that one, I didn't have a good source on. It was on a website. Um, I, like it wasn't, it. That's it good wasn't, I wasn't necessarily using it in a paper, but, um, yeah, I think that I, I buy it, right. There's a lot of hogs. Yeah, yeah, no, no, that's a thousand percent. A lot of land, right. So, yep. okay. No, I'm right there with you. Uh, um, also, yeah, yeah, sure. Um, so it's actually a, a law in Iowa city. Um, a man with a mustache is not allowed to kiss a woman in public in Iowa City. Interesting. That's, same web, uh, same website. So same take, website. Take those with it with a grain of salt. There. All right. Let's hope Audie doesn't uh, travel to the game. That would be uh, if we ever play <laughs> at Iowa. I mean, too bad for him. Uh, that's a good rule, though. I think that's overall. I think that's a no harm, no foul. Um, I like my fun fact. I feel pretty good about this one. Seventy-nine percent of the state of Iowa's dentists went to the University of Iowa. I mean, I guess they're not going to, like, outsource them from anywhere else, and maybe Iowa State just doesn't do dentists, but that's, like, really high. That seems like a crazy high number. I'm shocked when I saw that number, that they control 80% of the dentists in the state. Uh, I don't know why that was so interesting to me, but that is also a legitimate fact. It was from the University of Iowa website, so yeah, uh, man, I, I maybe a little more reliable. You're going to find that out there where there's only a couple of universities. You're used to Boston where you have 100 colleges, right? Everyone's from everywhere. But That's true. I think when you go out there, it's, yeah, did you go to, did you go to state or did you go to you? 
I think yep. that's that is what it is. Um, but yeah, good good one anyway. Um, thanks, thanks, man. I, I, there was a joke about Iowa. Um, I'm not gonna have it here, Matt, but it was about teeth. You used it. You already used it with the Bulls. They lost their Bulls. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna find. Well, yeah, but it was one that I didn't use. It was about. Um, hey, you know what a good pickup line is in Iowa? Nice tooth, because they only have Hang one on teeth. Hang on a sec. Can we? So uh, about the Bulls joke, I want to just kind of go back to that quickly because I yeah, don't think Matt, we spent enough time on that. Yeah, that was bad, huh? So, so is that? That's not like specific to Iowa, right? Yeah, that's just it was. someone you're gonna play in a bowl. No, that was a an Iowa. Jokes about Iowa University website because they um, always lose in 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 bowl games or something. Yeah, they've they've lost five straight. Did you not do any homework? I, I didn't know it was five straight. Yeah, so that's that's kind okay. of the joke. It's Matt. It's not it's not my best work. I know, but it, it was from a website, and, I, and that's where I got it from. Got it. All right. No, that that actually plays a lot better then. Okay. That okay. changes my opinion of that joke. Okay. All right. I'm um, I'm glad to hear that here. Good. Um. All right. What is up next? Let's do some. Let's do some alumni. This is a good list. I'm, I'm oh, pretty happy with what they've had with it, with what they shoot. have here. Okay, uh, I'm gonna have to do some of this by memory here. Why don't you go first? Okay, I will lead it off with uh, by far the biggest name, which obviously I think we normally like to go away from, but uh, I, I think he, he definitely deserves a nod. Ashton Kutcher is a strong first overall pick. Obviously, what, what was Punked? Punked was his show, right? Yep. Uh, now married to Milo Kunis, who is also from Iowa, so they are the first couple of Iowa officially. Uh, who, so, by the way, was not in No Strings Attached, but was, but in, a, was in the sequel yeah. with Justin Timberlake, Friends with Benefits. Well, yeah, not officially the sequel, but yeah, they were. So they should have just traded movies because that was exactly. What it's very confusing. Was. It's very confusing, confusing to begin with, but then when on top of Ashton actually being married to Milo Kunis, either way, he's out kicking it, the, the heck out of his coverage. Um, he's you know not, really not a good quickly, looking guy. Yeah, really quickly, which one of those two did you like better? No strings uh, attached. Movies or, or gals? Or movies. Oh, uh, Friends with Benefits is a better movie. Which but, one is Friends with Benefits? But, Justin Timberlake. That's that's JT and JT. That's probably why it's better because JT is just JT. funnier than yep. than Ashton. Um, but but gun to my head, give me Portman over Kunis any day. Okay, so you kind of didn't really answer the question. You kind of took one from each, but okay, that's fine. Well, uh, okay, let's let's keep this moving here, Matt. Yeah, why don't you go? Why don't you go? Um, all right, so I'm in my tool here. I'm going to go with Tom Brokaw. Good answer. Um, who he is a meet the press guy, right? He's a, he's a newsman. He reports the news. Very famous. Um, I couldn't pick him out of a lineup, um, but he's one of those guys that you hear the name. He's very famous. I was honestly hoping that you would take this one. Um, on his Wikipedia page, um, it says, Brokaw matriculated at the University of Iowa in Iowa City, Iowa, but dropped out after a year as he apparently failed to keep up his studies, in his words, majoring in beer and co-eds. College. So, so that's Tom Brokaw. Total, fr- total frat move there. More, yeah. yeah. More like Tom Brokaw. That's right. Good one, got Matt. It. Nice. Um, um, you got you got two in a row, right? Yeah. I'm going to go with uh, – shoot. So I had Ashton, so that was going to be my second one Sorry. here. Um, I'll go with uh, Gene Wilder, mm-hmm. who is obviously Willy Wonka and Willy Wonka in the, cho- in the Chocolate Factory. Um, just, you know, all-time, all-time actor was also in Blazing Saddles, which is, if you haven't seen that, it's, it's a movie from the 70s um, that's very funny. Usually old movies like that, the old westerns aren't, aren't funny, but this one is funny. Um, highly recommend it. And obviously, you know, Willy Wonka is, a, is just one of the, the best characters probably of our generation um, or the generation before us, however that works. So, um, yeah, but he's a, he's a Hawkeye. Love it. Uh, R.I.P., by the way, he is dead. He died, uh, yes. Yeah, he in, is officially in, dead. In Connecticut is where he died, man. Oh, well, that's where I'm from. That's awesome. Yeah. Maybe I knew him. Uh, also, while we're talking about old funny movies, I want to give a little shout-out to Airplane. was on the movie channels this weekend. Caught that for a little bit. Just a hilarious movie. Haven't seen Blazing Saddles, but maybe we could do a little movie swap. Uh, that sounds like something that would be fun. I'll go with, uh, with number four. I'm going to go with Terry O'Quinn. So he played John Locke in Lost, uh, and no, more. no, no, you used this one already. Okay, no wait, wait no idea. <laughs> you definitely used this guy already. Where, uh, uh, where did he go? I don't know what. I don't remember. Virginia Tech, I, or one of them. I don't know, Matt. You used this one already. Though. I, actually, now that you say it, I kind of feel like I did use it again. Maybe he got his. He probably transferred. He, did, uh, he attended Central Michigan. <laughs> And the University of Iowa. God damn it. You used it for Central Michigan. All right, no, so he's on the Central Michigan roster. That's fine, so I'll skip him. He doesn't count. Uh, then I will go with uh, Tennessee Williams. So he was in a uh, – I'm sorry, he wasn't in. He's a very famous playwright. Uh, he wrote Matt, a street, a street I, card. Yeah, Matt, what's that? 
I think you've also used Tennessee Williams. I have not used Tennessee Williams. No, look him up. I'm I'm dead serious. There's no way I've used Tennessee Williams, too, unless, again, like, there's just physically no way. I I think, uh, you know what? No, I didn't use Tennessee Williams. I used, uh, I used, uh, the actor who is also the godfather, who was in one of Tennessee movies. Okay, all right. Tennessee Williams is a movie. Uh, let me just make sure. He did go to, he went to Missouri, so I can't use him next year. Uh, It actually doesn't say anything about. Oh no! He, then he moved to University of Iowa. Okay. Yeah, we're good. Cool. Hey, so Tennessee Williams. Hey, off the top of my head here, I know a couple of plays that he's written. Um, one is a streetcar named Desire. Correct. And then two is Cat on a Hot Tin Roof. That's correct. And Glass Menagerie being the third. Those are three it, classics. Little AP English for you there. Well, right there. That's that's that BC education. I love it. Uh, yeah, phenomenal playwright. Some really good stuff. Stella again, streetcar named Desire. And then for number five. And I don't know what you're going to do for six here uh, after this. So hopefully I got two. I got two sleep. really good ones. Okay, great. I'm going to go. This is this is a very specific name, uh, very specific to the class of 2013. Um, but Ann Patchett, she is <laughs> the author of the book Run. Uh, more importantly, she was the convocation speaker for Boston College class of 2013 freshman convocation. Run was the book that uh, they made everyone read. You know, the summer beforehand, I would say the average. Uh, kid probably read what, like seven pages of it. Yeah. I, m- I missed um, that one, Matt. Yeah. So, so it wasn't a very relevant speech. I think the year before had Barack Obama or something like that, uh, which obviously is a, is a better speaker than Ann Patchett. Well, is it? Take it easy. Yeah, it is. I mean, yeah, I think fundamentally it absolutely is, but you know, if you want, if you want Ann Patchett as your speaker, uh, that's on you. So yeah, I guess that's six, not the most relevant, but it is what it is. Or five. You got six. I got six. Uh, yeah, so I have two left. Um, and when I said really good ones, these are pretty bad here, Matt. Um, one is going to be D.B. Woodside, um, who is an uh, African-American actor who looks a lot like Morris Chestnut, um, who is another actor. Um, but any, So D.B. Woodside, Matt, you're a 24 guy, right? Yep. He was – so remember David Palmer, yes, the president? Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, was yeah, yeah. his brother – his brother, Wayne Palmer. Who also was president um, later. Spoiler alert. Uh, correct. Yeah, I think he had an affair with the chief of staff. or I forget. The, the, I think it was season three, so I don't really remember. Uh, he's also in a bunch of other movies. I think he's in Like Mike, um, but that also could be the real Morris Chestnut. If you Google them both, there's a side-by-side actually, picture. Yeah, that's pretty, um, that's pretty wild. He's also in Suits, which is, you know, recently. Um, I'm a Suits guy. He's also in That Awkward Moment, which is one of my all-time favorite movies. It's Zac Efron, Michael B. Jordan, Miles Teller, and this guy. D.B. Woodside slash Morris Chestnut. It's one of them. We don't um, know. We don't so know. He's my sixth man. Um, I also have Tom Arnold, who is uh, from that <laughs> yes, the best damn yeah. sports show, period. Yeah, he um, deserves to be on there. Which that, that show, man, it was on forever, and it was just John a staple, Sally. Yeah, staple of our great. childhood. If, if you know ESPN and ESPN2 and ESPNU and, all, and everything else is on commercial, maybe you flip over to uh, – what channel was it on? Uh, 52. Fox Sports. Fox was Sports. It, was it, yeah, it was like old school Fox Sports. Yeah, so that's right? Comcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Comcast. Yeah, yeah, right. The Comcast morphed into, right. Yeah, exactly. That's the whatever the Celtics played on, Celtics, right? Yep, that, that's exactly. what it was. Yeah, yep. the best damn sports show Fox period. Sports New England, yeah. So that's, uh, that's my honorable mention there. Nice. I like it. And then the only other one I want to give a shout out to is Mildred Benson, who was the author of Nancy Drew. Uh, everyone knows I'm a big mystery book guy, or at least I was growing up. So uh, didn't read too many Nancy Drew books. I was more of an Encyclopedia Brown guy, but I respect the genre and respect the game. All right. Well, I was a, I was encyclopedia. I was. I mean, I, I love the Hardy Boys. Hardy um, Boys were good. Yep. And there was also who was the girl that her name was Camera and she took um, pictures. Uh, Amelia Bedelia. Nope. Nope. But good, okay. Good guess. Um, no, there was a girl named that she went by Cam because she had a photographic memory. Um, oh. Um, Camera. Cam. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll have to talk about that offline. Hang on. Um, Cam Jansen. There you go. Yeah. So. And then there was um, one. There was someone named Keys too. Keys. Yeah. Had so we just, we just can't do this all night, Matt. <laughs> um, so Iowa comes in at seven and five. Uh, is that where we're at right now? We're going to talk Iowa. Yeah. Uh, no. You got to do football? travel. Travelability. We got to do travelability. Oh here. shoot. Uh, all right. I'll just go first. I'll keep it quick. Yeah. I'll go out of five RVs again. That's the rule. Everyone knows the score. Uh, Four point five five. Uh, which is which is very high, period. But you know, it, it is a bowl game, so. I'm going to give you my negatives first and knock it, you know, down. Uh, Matt, what's the be, weather going to be? Well, I'm going to get there, Matt. That's that's item that's item one actually. So it could be in a warmer location. It's going to be in the 20s. It's going to be clear, which is nice. But uh, last time we were at Yankee Stadium, I think it was in the 40s, if not low 50s, which is obviously much more comfortable. So it's going to be a very, very, very chilly uh, Wednesday evening. Uh, could be in a warmer location. That would that would help. Um, 
I, I wish the fan base that we were playing against was, was you know, was a little more excited. It sounds like it's going to be kind of a half full stadium with our half being the full one. So like that limits it a little bit. Obviously you want a great atmosphere. Uh, you know, Penn state, as much as I hate them and their fan base, they brought a really exciting atmosphere last time we were there. And then the other thing is I, I wish it was a little farther from Christmas. It does make the travel a little tough. You know, we kind of have to race back to the city to, to, uh, you know, to get to the game in time. So, you know, it would be nice if this was a 29th or, or even a 30th game. You can enjoy the holidays a little bit more and then kind of, you know, use it as a good way to, to cap off the week. Um, but still, it's an iconic stadium in our backyard. Big 10 opponent. Uh, we're playing awesome football. Uh, they're, they're playing pretty good football. So it should be a really good matchup. So still a very high score and, and you know, a bowl game 20 minutes from, from you know, our house at, at, uh, is, is tough to beat. So 4.55 is, uh, is a good score. Yeah, and that's a lot of negatives you listed. I, I kind of see it as at the end of the day, we could have been in this uh, in the in the bad boy mowers gasparable. Um, so I'll go anywhere outside of that. Uh, so for that reason, I'm going to bump it up to a 4.7. Obviously, it'd be great to be in a uh, New Year's New Year's Six ball or you know in the playoff discussion. That that's we'll get there. We'll get I'd go there. higher, right? Yeah. So next year, obviously, we'll be higher. Um, I, I got a buddy at work that that went to the University of Iowa and you know moved to moved to Boston just you know out of the blue and so he, he and I have kind of a rivalry going. He hates BC and I hate Iowa as a result. So we got big money on the game. Um, I, I it is too bad that you know Iowa isn't more into it. They, they they're saying the same thing around. Oh, it's BC and it's New York. I'm you know I'm not going to go. But you know whatever. We'll, we'll we'll beat them and if that's how we have to you know become rivals or, or at least a serious opponent for these people, then so be it. We'll get a we'll get a bull streak going and you know, is what it is, but it, it's Yankee stadium. It's in our backyard. All the reasons you said it's going to be cold, but it's, uh, you know, it should be a fun day. I haven't really, I've been to one Yankees game out there. Uh, Yankee game, right? Yeah. They it's, say they, they don't say the S in New that's York. Right. It is, it's, it is this, it, and this is a horrible city. Let's be clear. It's dirty. It's, it's, it's loud. Uh, but the single worst thing about this city is that they do not put the S's on the end of their game. They go to the Ranger game, the yep. Met game, the Yankee game. That is infuriating. You're seeing yeah, multiple Islander players. Game. You're yep. seeing so either you're seeing multiple players. So I'm seeing the Yankees play a game, or it's possessive. Whose game is it? It's the Yankees game. There, there is no grammatical or fundamental explanation of why they would drop the E and just refer to it as Yankee game. Uh, it bothers me every single time I, I have anything to do with sports in this city. So thank you for bringing that up and, 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 you know, raising my heart rate higher than it needs to be right now. Quick question. I'm, I'm, Cause I'm, I've only been there once. Is there, is there like a Yaki way equivalent at it, it, near the stadium or is it like the sort of thing where you hang out in the city all day and then you take the train in? No, no, no. There, so there's, there's a stretch of bars. So there's, there's definitely some good bars. BC's renting out, uh, one of the bigger ones. It's kind of a ripoff. So I don't think we're going to do that, but, um, it, it's, it's like a much grosser area i guess than yaki way and 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 you know uh lands down but there are still six or seven good bars so we'll, we'll find one of those i'm sure iowa or actually iowa did rent out one of them as well so we'll, we'll go to one of the ones that is unoccupied but uh yeah i think our plan is to head out there you know relatively early in the afternoon so we can just not deal with you know a train delay or anything like that causing us to miss the opening i think we dealt with that a little bit last time we were here so this will be a more more leisurely afternoon Got it. But hey, either way, it's uh, it's a heck of it should be a heck of a game. And could, again, a lot of a lot of worse places we could end it up, whether it be Shreveport, whether it be, um, you know, uh, all the other. <laughs> Where else were we supposed to go? I forget. But oh, I don't know. I mean, um, I don't, yeah, yeah. I mean, we Sun, could have gone Paso, anywhere. Right. El Paso. Exactly. And the fact that that we're in New York and, and it's a big time game, you know, we're, we're psyched about that. As far as the game itself, Iowa obviously is a, a pretty good football team. They, uh, you know, their biggest win was they beat Ohio State by 30 points. Uh, Caps them out of the playoff. Cost them a, a playoff appearance, which is obviously, you know, pretty impressive. And and really that they've they have five losses, but they've kept it close with ev- pretty much everyone. I think they lost big to Wisconsin. Um, the only bad loss they've had was to Purdue, who isn't that bad. Um, so they've had a pretty solid year. They're very similar to, to us. Um, our only bad loss, I guess, would be to to Wake, right? So um, we sort of mirror them from that standpoint. We don't have a, a big win like that on our uh, on our resume, um, but but I think that you know like them we're very good defensively. Um, we have a couple standout players on both sides of the ball, um, so I, I think from a from a matchup standpoint, everyone's saying it's going to be three nothing game putt fest, and it very well could be. It has nothing to do with the offense. It's just these these are two of the best defensive teams in the country. Yeah, for for me, it's just the, the thing that stands out is just how solid they are all the way around. They don't do anything great. But they really don't do anything that bad. Uh, you know, Sagarin again at seven and five has them as the twenty second 
uh, ranked team, which for a seven and five team, I think says a lot to be 22nd. It shows, you know, that you're really not, you know, you're not getting blown out. You're, you're playing good teams, whatever compared to us at 33. So I think we are very comfortable there, uh, which I think is going to make for a good matchup. And I also think it's fair that they're three point favorites with that said, um, in terms of their play style, they have a pro style offense, but they are stronger in the air. Their, you know, run game is is much more of a grounded out, bruising run game as you'd expect from an Iowa Big Ten team. They have a strong physical offensive line, but they're only averaging, you know, 3.7 yards per carry. So they're not going to be this explosive, speedy offense. Um, the the one thing I will say is that they are they're they're sloppy with the ball. So they are 120th in FBS. Uh, with losing 13 fumbles this year. So that's just about last place. So, you know, that's definitely some place that we need to take advantage, uh, take advantage of, especially on a cold day. Everyone will be a little bit raw. It's obviously holder, uh, harder to hold on to the football. Uh, and then the other thing is they've allowed 22 sacks on the year. So hopefully that's good news for, for uh, ACC snub Zach Allen. He'll have a little chip on his shoulder and, and uh, be ready to eat. And obviously Ty Schwab and, and you know, the boys. Uh, and maybe maybe it's a good opportunity there. Surprise Landry appearance. Never going to happen, but. Um, you oh, know, by the way, he's in, throw... he's in the Senior Bowl as well. We didn't mention him either. He's he's, but he's not playing bowl. though, is he? Well, I mean, we don't know. But yeah, theoretically not. Yeah, I don't think anyone. If you're a top ten pick, right, you're not going to play in well, the he's bowl. Not, he's not he's gonna... slid, so that's one. Yeah, I, I can see the bowl, but I think the Senior Bowl is still. You know, it's almost like a combine. It's it's people aren't going. You know, full speed for for risk of injury, but not uh, still showing picks. off what they are going to do. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I hope he. I hope he does. Obviously, I hope he. I don't want him to regret that he stayed around another year, but um, but anyway, it's incredible yeah, think, how how high they, they still have him going. Um, right, you, you know, he has not been good at all this year when he's been in there, and obviously had missed the entire second half of the year. But um, he's still, I don't know what the most recent projections are, but top top twelve at least. So, um, but but you know, to, to your point, so Iowa leads the country in picks. I think they have nineteen to, to BC's eighteen. Um, in, really, in, in in getting interceptions, like. Correct. Throwing them. How how do you want me to say this more clearly, Matt? They intercept the ball from <laughs> the, when the quarterback throws it. Their defense intercepts it. Um, they have a guy named Josh Jackson who is not the Virginia Tech quarterback, or he's also not Charlie Conway. Ah, that the was that plays second my follow up. Okay. Um, so he has seven picks, tied with the nation uh, with the lead in the, in the country with Lucas Dennis, your boy, LBSD. LBS L. B D L B D S. No, L B S D. Big swing. All right, that's right. So it's kind of a battle within the game here is who's going to come out with the the most picks in the country. They are susceptible to the run. Obviously, that bodes well or bodes poorly for them if they're playing against AJ Dillon, which which they are. So I like Dillon to have a big game. You know, you got obviously Wade going, which people seem to forget. You know, we don't have our starting quarterback. It is going to be Wade. So you have to take that into consideration. So. But um, I love, but I love what they did for Wade against you know it's with Syracuse and 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 uh, you know even when we saw them as Louisville as well. So I have plenty of confidence in him. It's for me, it's more uh, a question of Lof, of Leffler and his game plan. You know, I yeah, think and I Wade, think Wade can execute if you give him the right plan. If you're Kirk Ferentz and you have a month to uh, defend against it, I'm worried about that. If if he can only do bootlegs, which we've discussed, um, you know, I don't know how you how you def- defend that necessarily. What you do differently, but you do something. You send the ends off off the. Uh, off the block or whatever the expression is, and just just blitz the heck out of them. Um, but tell you what, they, they have a five game bowl loose streak, and I think that comes down to coaching. And um, you know, at the end of the day, I, I like our guy Matt. I like Coach Dazio. Um, we obviously had a big bowl game last year. We kind of threw the kitchen sink at, at Maryland and went out with guns guns blazing. So if they do something similar, um, you know, I certainly like our chances. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. I, and honestly, last year's bowl game gives me some confidence here as well. I think we saw that. You know, Leffler and Daz were definitely uh, ready to open up the playbook and kind of shoot everything we, we you know, had at Maryland. Um, obviously, we saw that more in the regular season this year, which was great, and I'm very happy we saw that change. But I certainly expect more of that, if not, you know, getting even more aggressive in the bowl game. These guys know they have nothing to lose. It's, it's we've had a good year, and we have an incredibly bright future. Let's go out and have some fun. Let's, uh, let's let the boys loose a little bit. The other thing I'm thinking, too, quite frankly, is, you know, I, I do think the lack of excitement uh, from the fan base is – I, I do think that affects the players a little bit. I think, uh, you know, I, a lot of them probably had their hopes set on Nashville playing an SEC team. They're probably not thrilled about having to go to 20-degree New York City against Boston College. Uh, you know, that that's not ideal for them. So you hope they're going to be a little checked out. Obviously, the atmosphere in the stadium should be, uh, you know, pretty pro-BC and, and quiet on the Iowa side. 
Um, and I think that will that will definitely help us. I'll, I'll roll right into my predictions. Again, like I said, they're solid all around. They do make some mistakes that we need to take advantage of. Uh, we really need to keep our run game going and have and have Wade be Wade. But I think we keep this momentum going. Uh, you know, we really have shown no signs of slowing down with the one exception of the injury game uh, with NC State. But I think we keep the playbook open. The boys keep everything moving. I think this is, uh, you know, they have a lot to prove, especially with a lot of them, you know, getting their ACC recognition. They want to keep that going and, and build the hype for next year. So I think we win 31 to 21. You know, we uh, we don't completely blow up the scoreboard with, with 40 and 50 like we've been doing a couple people uh, a couple teams this year but but i really feel good about our chances and i think we uh we send everyone home happy listen it comes down to coaching and uh coach adazio you have a month to prepare i i don't th- i think that he's just going to keep keep the momentum going he's going to outsmart you know the other side here i i daz i just i love this guy i i think that they are just <laughs> it's getting it's getting uncomfortable Let's just i know clear. but it, i I was, I was looking at his, his uh, transcript from his press conference today I don't know how anyone doesn't like this guy. He just says all the right things. It's he's really dumb, but like he's just he's just the <laughs> ultimate football guy. Him and, him and Ty Schwab are just a mass They sure are, Matt. Uh, the Eagles send Coach Daz out with a W. Um, Eagles twenty four, Hawkeyes twenty three. I think it's going to be a close one, though. All right, wow, that's that's a little close for comfort, but two uh, two Eagles wins, and and I don't think we've been ever wrong this year uh, beyond our original prediction of ten and two, but. At the same time, I think we, we recounted last episode that wasn't that wrong. So thanks again for listening all season. We'll probably you know be back with, with a recap of this game as well as intermittently throughout the basketball season as we highlight our first return to the tournament in like 10 years. Uh, if you're in the Bronx and New York on, on next Wednesday, definitely look for us. We'll, uh, we'll be at a few bars. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram to, uh, to keep an eye on all of our game day activities. Uh, but otherwise, it's, it's looking ahead, and I think we got a great chance to end the season on a high note uh, next week. It's always a great day to be a dude. It's time to put our times behind, get all the bad things off your mind. He's feeling good, she's feeling good, we're feeling good, yeah. Just hanging out, just having fun, we're number one. Just hanging out, just having fun. I'm a dude, he's a dude, she's a dude. We're all dudes, hey, I'm a dude. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois.